Good morning, Rabbi Shai. I'm on a flight from Israel to Chicago. And the point is, Rabbi Shai, it's all about the Yoimi. It's all about the Yoimi. On a flight, I won't be able to say the share now because it's way too difficult. They only gave me permission to, to record here a pre-recorded message. Um, Gary, ask me a question. Anything. How's your flight? Uh, How's your flight? Not bad. Not bad. Okay, so anyway, I just want to say this. It's all about the enemy. And no matter what, we're going to we're not going to break the streak. Every single day, there's going to be a Shir Beis Hashem. Lili Nishmas Imi, Rusmas Mordechai, in honor of Rabbi Yamin Schwartz, in gratitude for arranging all the details. We'll get together this week in Queens for a known fix. It's an amazing thing. There's 20 guys there at least. All that they do is play stroll. Rabbi Yamin. Ellie, we can't hear you. All that they do. Why not? Why can't you hear at all? Zero? Why can't you hear? How about now? Did you hear? I will. No issue. I just leave the screen. Gary, Gary, pretend this is live. What's going on, Gary? Ellie, you're, you're getting cut right, off. So there you do here. Okay. Okay. This is only going to last for a minute, only a minute. Um, this is sponsored by Yossi Sasha from my wife, Yehudit Yitam, for being an Asian style and the pillar behind my learning. There are days it's too much, and she's the voice that reminds me it's all about the Yoimi. Rabbi says it's all about the Yoimi. I show them she send her strength and success to continue. Be an amazing wife and mother. Happy birthday. Sponsored by Ira Greenstein, Lili Nishmas, Avi Murray, Mordechai Yitzchak. Rabbi, just for a second. Yesterday, we were talking about this amazing case. is where a person has 4,000 amas below ground. And I'm going to describe it in, in the shear. You'll hear it in a minute. A person has 4,000 amas below Below, who's kind of visa below the ground, there's two entrances. And when he comes out of one entrance and he makes a left turn, he has 2,000 ama. If he comes out of the left entrance and makes a right turn, there's 2,000 ama. And the two, the two tumim overlap each other. And therefore, if he's walking on the top, then they overlap and he can walk from side to side. But if they don't, if they're more than 2,000, if they're more than 4,000 ama, then he has to go back into the cave where he can walk as far as he wants and then come out on the other side. The Gemara says that's because that all happened on Shabbos. But during the week, or sorry, it happened before Shabbos. It happened before Shabbos. But on Shabbos, if the two come overlap, let's say he goes on a college call, and he goes out of his tum, and we give him a new tum, and now they overlap, he cannot go back in. And Rabbi Yisai, remember, it's all about the yoimi. 
no matter where you are, 40,000 feet above the ground, vacation, I hear vacation there, it's all about the army. And now, I'm gonna ask Gary, Gary, are you there, Gary? Yeah. Um, I would say just start it from the beginning if you can. I didn't okay. say much, and I won't be able to give the share from there. All right? So I'm just going to join, watch myself, and watch you guys. Have a wonderful day, everybody. I'll see you, Bezer Hashem, in a few hours. Dot mem above, that is. That's the next share. See you then. Zaygidon. With me, at least. Good morning, Raboisai. Today's share is sponsored, Lili Nishmas Imi Marosi Rusmas Mordechai. If you're watching this now, I am probably already on my way to Chicago mid-flight. What we're trying to do is, because it's all about the Yoimi, it's not about the Dav, it's about the Yoimi. Every single day we have to do a Dav. So the idea is to try to transmit from the flight live. I have everything set up. There's a couple of issues that we might bump into. First of all, the people around me might not like it that much. There might be a choppy, uh, what is it called? A choppy connection. So if that's the case, you will be seeing this year. We're going to go to this year. Otherwise, it will be from the airplane. Uh, it's just an hour and a half before we are leaving to the airport, and I haven't packed yet, so I'm going to be thinking about that a little bit, but don't let that bother you. So we're holding up Memdalen on Midbeis. The Gemara says, So, check this out. We have a, uh, a fascinating case here, where there's a cave, and... The cave itself is 4,000 amos or more. It's a little blurry. Oh. And if you're kind of shvisa, you're here before Shabbos, then you could go the entire cave like you do in your house. But what's fascinating about this example is that there are two exits to the cave, two entrances, two exits. And suppose the person on Shabbos leaves the cave from this exit, and he makes a turn this way, and he goes on top of the cave. He would be allowed 2,000 amas, because wherever you come out of your house, you're allowed 2,000 amas in every direction. 2,000 amas this way, 2,000 amas this way. And if you come out of this entrance, you'd be allowed 2,000 amas going this way. So what we have here is two tchumim combining, and in this particular case, they combine in the middle with this green arrow. And there's an overlap of the two tchumim. And therefore, the halacha is, he's permitted to come out of the cave and walk the entire thing, provided it's less than 4,000 amma. But if it's more than 4,000 amma, let's say it's 4,001, so they don't overlap, he wouldn't be able to go more than 2,000 amma. He'd have to stop. And if he wants to get to this side, he would have to come back around and go all the way from inside and come back out. Beautiful case. So this is the case, got it, this is the case of Mavliya Tchumim, that the Tchum, Havlas Tchum, the Tchum is absorbed when they overlap each other. Okay, 
So the Gemara said there's an afkimina that happens in this case where on Shabbos a person realized that he went out of Tchum and he bought himself another 2,000 ama and it overlaps his original Tchum. That case is different because he wasn't kind of Shvisa before Shabbos. In other words, there's a big difference between a cave where he's there before Shabbos, where he's permitted to go through the overlapping Tchum and when it happened on Shabbos. Says the Gemara. So but if he wasn't kind of shvisa, like in this case where it happened on Shabbos, we got himself, he was going on a Hatzalah call, and we, we allow him another 2,000 Amas, but this happened on Shabbos, and it overlaps his original, he's not allowed to go back, but non. So, by the way, I just want to point out that I am Baruch Hashem going on a streak. There's no streaks in Yiddish guy we discussed this already. But I have a streak of over 320 days straight of shear. And that's why I'm going through this trouble of recording the shear now. Hopefully to have the shear on the plane, on the flight, so that we have consistency. There's no stopping the daf. I wish I could say the same thing about the eight-minute daf. That's a whole different story. But in terms of the daf, we want to be consistent. Bosnan. Rabbi Leza Oimer. So, very similar case, and this is what we have uh, in the last Amud of this parik. So, let's say the blue dotted line is his tchum, the blue, and he goes out of the tchum. Rebeleza says if he goes out two amois, it's okay, he could go right back in. And this would be an idea of overlapping tchumim. Over here, he's out of the tchum, but since He's allowed four amos. Every person has four amos. So his four amos are the red line. Pretend it's the red line. It overlaps into the blue line, and therefore he's allowed back in this tchum, and then he goes back home. Even though he's at 2,001 and a half amos away from his house, and l'chari, that shouldn't be allowed. Well, says he's allowed two amos. Shloh but if it's three, not. My love, Rebbe Lezer is saying that he's in the smack in the middle of the four Amas. He has two on each side of him. The Arabim is the Yavali Rabbanon and the four Amas that Rabbanon gave him. Kimandim Balandoming. They are overlapping. Vikomer Yikonis. Rebbe Lezer says it's great. You can go all the way home. Alma, because he holds Avlas Tchumim Milsi. Because he holds this concept of overlapping Tchumim. You're asking me a question from Lezer on Rebbe, our Rebbe, Rabbah? So Abai says, yes, in, correct. I heard from Rabbah. Everybody agrees to this idea. What? Where's the machloik is between Chacham and Lezer? How many amos a person has? Chacham say, once you go one inch past this blue line in this direction, you can no longer go back home. Rabbi Lezer says he has two amas. Why is there a machlaikas? Because they're discussing dvar shos. A person decided on his own to go out of the tchum. Avol the dvar mitzvah But over here, in our case, Chacham agreed that he has two, two amas in each direction. So no machlaikas. Everybody will agree to this and it's a cash. So, why, in our case, we're talking about Hatzalah call. We're talking about give, a lady giving birth. M- mitzvahs. The, the Kiddush HaChaydash. And therefore, everybody agrees, he has those extra amas. New sugi, Rabbi said. All the people that go 
to save things, save people. They can go all the way back to their place. Says the Gemara, Va'afilu tuva. So it seems like you go all the way back to your place. It doesn't say the distance, even, even more, even more than 2,000 amas. Why does it say only 2,000 amas? Rabbi Yehuda says in the name of Rav. What's going on here? You're talking about soldiers, Jewish soldiers go to war. When they come back, are they permitted to carry their guns, their swords, their klezayin, are they allowed to bring it back? It's muktzah. So you'd think, no, just drop it wherever you are. You did your business. You took care of business. Put your No. So they're allowed. They're permitted to come back. They're not allowed to go all the way home. You're right. They only have 2,000 amas. Because what's the point of them coming back with their tools? They're muktzah. See, we gave them, we lied to them up until 2,000 amas. This is the Gemara, but wait a minute. What's the question? You're talking about soldiers. If they drop their tools, what if the enemy comes, surprises them, and they don't have their weapons? They have to be able to carry the weapon all the way home. So in fact, what's the question? We're talking about So somebody would come to testify that he saw the moon. He would have to stay right there by the Sanhedrin and not move. Well, you have that little enclosure, but he wouldn't be able to go home. He wouldn't be able to go around Shpatsir in Yerushalayim. Hiskirim Gamliel Azokin, Sheshlam al Paimam Lechoruach, says Gamliel, no, he has 2,000 Amma in every direction. Especially Takana, you know, otherwise people might not want to come testify. 2,000 Amma. Even a midwife helping a woman give birth. And we're talking about the soldiers. And this is the Nakuda right here. The soldiers. That's what we're talking about. People saving from a, from a, uh, a river. In other words, people drowning or, or, or rescue workers. There was an earthquake. Umen Adleiko, firemen, so they don't lose their tchum, they can go in every direction. Says Gemara, but Vusulai, but they, they only have the 2,000 ama, they don't get more of amras, it seems like if you're going to war, you come back, it doesn't, it doesn't say an amount, afilutuva, even more. They're coming back with their weapons, <clears throat> but they only get the 2,000 amma. So again, they're going with their weapons. We're, we allow them, we give them a special dispensation that they're allowed to come back and they have 2,000 amma, but they can't go all the way home. They're allowed to take their, their, their weapons with them. Kedesanyo, a very interesting thing happened there. To start out with, they made a rule that when you come back from war, it's mukta. A gun is mukta. So what do you do? You can't just show up, Shem Aleichem, I'm with my gun, I just went to war, so why do you need your gun now? So they said, the first house closest to the wall of the city, put your guns in that house. Put all your weapons there, the swords, whatever it is. Terrible tragedy happened. The enemy noticed that 
the Jewish soldiers don't have weapons anymore. So they chased them down. <coughs> so they ran back to the house to grab their weapons, and they were chased into the house. And what happens when there's a panic? I mentioned the story already. I was a child in the Mir Yeshiva in Brooklyn, and somebody screamed, fire, fire, there's a fire in the boiler room. And the entire place, in the middle of Musaf, whatever it was, they started trampling each other, running out of the building. And uh, I don't think anybody really got injured from it, but it was just, I just remember the panic, people pushing each other and the tossing the safety. Panic causes more damage sometimes than the actual fire, than the actual problem itself. Right, where they have they had a they had a panic in one of the stadiums in Europe. They had a in a, one of the bars. I think there's a big panic and people just trample. Oh, by 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 the Levaya, by by um, Shevet Alevi. I'm going to mention by Ravazna's by Ravazna's Levaya, Ravazna's Levaya. Two people were nifter, unfortunately. The panic. The mamish died. No, no, they just got trampled. Pasha trampled. But I don't know if that's panic. That's a little different. That's just a lot of people trampled. But panic. People don't know what to do. They just run. We had a fire once in the hotel on Shabbos and people were running, running over kids. It was terrible. Anyway. So they decided, go all the way home with your weapons. Very simple answers. Rav Nachum Yitzchok. Excuse me. Can... When the Jews win, they don't, need the, they don't need the weapons anymore. And here is when the Goyim beat themselves. It's a, it's, a, it's a nice, it's a proper language. You don't want to say that they beat us. You say they beat themselves. The point is, they are fleeing. When the Jews flee, they can flee with their weapons. When the non-Jews, they surround the Jewish cities. You don't go to war with them. What? And it says, it says in the second To save your property, it's your sight. If you see somebody coming out to, to, to steal, you don't come out with guns blazing. You don't, you know, you be careful to mukta. So obviously, if they come to kill you, of course, you can be Shabbos. Number one mitzvah in the Torah. It comes before anything besides the Shlosh However, a city that's the first in the line of defense, even if they're coming to steal the straw, you're allowed to protect your property with being Mechal Shabbos, why? Because once the enemy comes in, even to steal, and they overrun you, then they'll go through you and they'll go to the next city. So you're the first line of protection. You have to put up a fight. And Bavel is considered the first line of defense. And they explain it. Nardo is like the city. So the main city, you got from there, you get to the other cities, you got to protect that city. So it says in the Pasuk, 
The Plushtim are fighting in Kila. And what are they doing? They're consuming the, 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 the wheat. So for that, that you go to war. Yeah, Kila was the Jewish city on the line. The Plushtim, you write, the enemy came to steal. And David asked Hashem with the Urim Vitumim, that's the Choshen that lit up. It would just, you would ask it a question for Klai Yisrael and it would light up. Sarah, you know, the different thing, you had to know how to read it. You have to have Ruach HaKodesh to know how to read it and interpret it, but it would light up, the, the stones would light up. Go kill them. It's very interesting. Is like this is the side story is that David Amelech, he wasn't a king yet. He was running away from Shaul. And he felt that if he goes to Keilah, he Shaul could trap him there. In fact, Shaul chased him into Keilah and he saved Keilah. And then he asked the Urim Tum, Are these guys that I just saved, are they going to give me up to Shaul? And the Urim Tum said, Yes, get out of here. And he ran. Unbelievable. He did a favor to Keilah. He saved their lives from the Plishtim. And then they were going to give him up to Shol. Says Gemara, what was David asking? Is he asking a Shailen Alacha? We know what to do when there's a Shailen Alacha. What do you do? Why is there like a, a light shining on my face? Do you see that? On the screen, it looks like, on that screen at least. Okay. If they were asking Shailen Alocha, they should have just asked directly to Shmuel. The best. You want to know? Am I going to come out of this alive? So, Toysa says over here, so what do you see from here? How do you know it was on Shabbos? How do you know anything? Because it was a malchama. It was a malchama of an, a, a, a war is mysterious nefesh. I see. Looks good. Yeah. I, that one, for some reason, you see? That one looks like there's a shine on the face. Three screens. Two are good. One is interesting. Interesting color. Everything is like white. Look at the hands. I guess you have to readjust the... That also? Huh. Okay. Something needs to be adjusted. Sorry, Rabbi Sai. It's for the Schusarabim. Better, enjoyable, a better experience while you're watching this year. Try to fix it. Just don't shut me off completely. There's only, by the way, it's only me, Gary, and Yeshua and the Bismarck. It is, what time is it now? It's close to nine o'clock, right? Uh, no, you, don't, you can't let people in. There's another share. The, the night share is starting now. But uh, this comes first. I'm sorry. Anyway, so you hear what Taisa says. Taisa says, since it's a Mulchama and uh, every war is a Sakonis Nafashis, obviously it's Mulchal Shabbos. Now, I just want to say a couple of Allahs that have to do with Hatzalah. Because this is a Sugi of Hatzalah. They go on a call. Are they permitted to come back home? We know that they come back home. It originates really from the sugi, I believe. Are they allowed to play around with the radios on Shabbos? So, you have Toysavis that says that 
Well, we'll start with the Chazanish. Chazanish and Ramosha say that if there's going to be more, more calls and that you assume that you're going to need your car and everything, so you go back home. And what does Tyson say? Now, according to Tyson, it comes out very interesting. That if a person thinks in his mind, let's say, there's a tragedy, a lot of people in a tragedy, let's say a bus, whatever. And he thinks to himself that he's not going to make it home for, you know, by the time Matzah Shabbos comes. So he's going with the intent to be there for a while. And then Baruch Hashem, he comes there and nothing happened. One person, a little a broken leg. So now he wants to go back home. Could he go back home? According to Tosis Sasser, because it has to do with his intent, what he thought. Now, according to Ravosner, Sasser says, even if you're allowed to come home, even if you are going to be over Isadar Raisa, meaning driving a car, let's say, Isadar Raisa, and according and the, the Shevet Halevi, which is the Ravosner, says that according to the Magan of Rum, only uh, Isser the Rabban, and you're allowed to come back home. Now, and Rav Shlem Zaman, one last halach, Rav Shlem Zaman Urbach says that this idea of, of going back home only applies in a situation where hmm, basically it makes an afkamina between if he's the only person that's able to help or not. So, because Rav Shalom says, what's the problem? The problem is that if he goes there, he's going to think to himself, well, maybe there's other people that will take care of it. So if there's other people that could take care of it, he's not going to go on a call. MMA, nobody's going to go on a call. Everybody's going to say the same thing. Well, let that guy go. I think that guy's going to go. But if he's the only person in town that you don't have that Svar MMA, he cannot go back home. It's very interesting. If he's the only person who comes out, according to Rishlam Zaman Arbach, he cannot go back home. The only reason he's allowed to go back home is that he shouldn't come up with the excuse that somebody else is going to do it, but that only applies when there's other Atzala members, etc. Says the Mishnah. There's a person who didn't pay attention that he's within the Tchum. He sat down. The Omad Vero and all of a sudden he notices, wait a minute, I'm right there. I can make it to the city. What am I doing? He had no intent to go into the city. He cannot go in. Now, it doesn't mean this is very important. If you're just reading the words, you'd think means don't go into the city. That's not what it means. It means he can go into the city. Just he cannot act as one of the people from the city. In other words, he cannot have the 2,000 Amas in every direction. He can only go from where he is into the city, but doesn't get the 2,000 Amas around the city like a Benir. He acts as a person from the city. He's part of the city, and immediately gets the 2,000 Amas on the opposite side as well. The story with Reb Tarifin, he went into a city unknowingly. Now, who's Reb Tarifin? Stop, like Reb Tarifin. Reb Tarifin was very close to Reb Akiva. Reb Tarifin was extremely wealthy. Just want to remind the Olam. There's once a story, a beautiful story in the Gemara where Reb Akiva told Reb Tarifin, give me some money. I want to buy you a bunch of cities. It's a good real estate deal. 
And he gave money, and later on, Reb Tarvis says, no, where are my cities? I want to see my investment. And he brings him to Bismarck, and he shows him the Bacham there. And the Gemara says, Reb Tarvis was very happy with the investment. He says, this is much better. Obviously, you can't go around to people and say, give me money, let me invest in real estate, and go give it to Kailo. The Gemara says, it's specific over there, where Rabbi Kiva knew that Rabbi Tarifa would be extremely happy, and that's why he did it for him. We learned, actually, in Masech Shabbos, we learned who's considered wealthy. Rabbi Kiva says somebody has a good wife, Noah B'Maisim, and that's what he had, Rachel. And Rabbi Tarifa says somebody has a hundred uh, orchards and fields, so he, that's what he had. Anyways, that's his wealth. Tanya, I'm just saying, just to, to point out who Rabbi Tarifa is, give a little bit of background. Tanya, Omer Rabbi Yudah. There's a story, Reb Tarifin, who was very wealthy, but a tremendous God of Atari, as we're going to see. He was walking and it became dark. He took residence on the ground. On Shabbos morning, it's very interesting. They had shepherds. The shepherds, the Jewish shepherds, worked on Shabbos. Allah says you have to feed the animals before you feed yourself. So they went. Maybe they died the Sikin. They, they brought the animals out before they ate themselves. They ate. Omer Lori Rebbe, what's going on? Reb Tarifin is here. Why don't you just go into the city? Unbelievable. He's on the way. He barely, he goes into the Bismarck, Darshan's straight the entire day. Omer Lori Misham Raya. There's no Raya from over there. Maybe he had intent to go into the city. So maybe that's why he's going to Shavisa. Our case is that the guy was calling He didn't realize it was a city. Maybe Rabbi Tarifin realized. You don't know that Rabbi Tarifin didn't realize. Maybe the Beis was within the 2,000 Amas of him. Not that he was going to go to the opposite side of the city and go 2,000 Amas. He was just going to go within his Tchum. Beis Medrash was within his Tchum. Says the Mishnah, Rabbi Yisai, we had this. This big machloik is Rabbi Yisai, Benuri and Chachamim. There was a sleeping person. We just had a few daf ago and it's based on this Mishnah. What's the halacha? If a person doesn't realize and doesn't have das to be kind of he doesn't have the intent to take up residence. Why? Because he's shlufen. He's taking a chorup. He's napping. Really? Why not? Mm-hmm. Let me ask you something. Very good. You need das to make a kenyan. Does your computer have 2,000 amas in each direction? If the answer is does, that means you don't need das because the computer doesn't have das. Although there's some computers that beat people in uh, chess, bechulo, but they don't have das. Anyway, it says the Gemara. It says the Mishnah. Gershon, it's a good thing you're here. Now you know the halacha. You have 2,000 amas, according to Rabbi Yerbenuri. But you are going according to the majority. And that is, you don't have anything. You have the bare minimum that everybody has, which is four amas, because you need das to be shoibas. Okay? Says Rabbi Lezer that you only have, and we're going to see soon. So pretend, uh, I'm just using this over. Maybe this is a better picture for that, although it's for soon. Wow, hush of. Let's say this line or this whole entire thing is. Four Amas. So he's in the center, and he gets two Amas in this direction, two Amas in this direction. 
I had more things to print, but my internet went down as I was leaving here. But it's Bashert. Rabbi Yehuda Oimer Le'iza Ruach Shiyirtze. A guy has four Amas. So pretend that each one of these boxes is four Amas. He's in the middle. He has four Amas this way, four Amas this way, four Amas this way, four Amas. He gets to pick and choose. But only one way. One, one time, one, one picking. He decided to go to the east. He goes four amas from where he's standing to the east. But he doesn't have four amas all the way around him. To pick and choose, yes. But once you choose, that's it. Now we go to this. Zoom, please. Maybe more. Only because it's yellow, I didn't have time to highlight it better. Now you have two individuals. Very beautiful case. Beautifully designed. This guy has his amas going this way. This guy has his tchum going in this way. And they meet, they overlap in the center. So what's the halacha? If they want, they could nash and shear this middle ground. But they cannot go into each other's tchum. You're not allowed to take from one area to the other. We just turned to Daphne Mehem with Bay, sponsored by Mike St- Mark Steinberg. And also by Anonymous. And for his family to be Torah Jews. Wow, that'll be cool if we make it all the way here on the airplane. On United flight, I don't know what, to Chicago, direct flight, one of the first direct flights from Israel to Chicago. It would be record-breaking, with, set another record. Not only the Seum, will be the first time we have a, a shear that's listened to by thousands of people, Baruch Hashem, on an, a plane. That would be unbelievable. What are the chances, Gary, broadcasting from the plane, what are the chances... That that works. Gershon has given me very, very low chances. Okay? So, this will have to suffice. There's three people. Rabbi said three people. Here we go. There are three people. And each one has a little box. The center guy has the blue box. And each guy on the side, I don't know why they use yellow. Okay? They're very into yellow. I would make it red or something so it's more noticeable. The center guy gets to be in each guy's box, but the guys on the side have no relationship to each other. These guys, you see, these guys cannot go to each other. They cannot. The middle guy can go to him, he can go to him. And this guy can go to the middle, and this guy can go to the middle, but they cannot go to each other. The two outer ones are also to each other. Says Reb Shimon, I have a great example, and the Gemara is going to explain more. Let's see. By the way, here's another picture from Kol Shan. Very, very beautifully done. A little, oh, 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 maybe more. Ah, geschmack. Here's the guy in the middle. Here's the guy, the little palm tree going on. This guy cannot go this way. It's the same idea, just I'm talking about graphics. Okay. Fine. 
Now, using this guy's graphics, because it's simpler, what we have here is three chatzeros. One, two, three. As we always say, a chatzor needs two houses. Two houses open to the chatzor. What happened was, if they make a giant eruvei chatzero, is great. But what happened was, this guy made eruv chatzeros to him, and this guy made eruv chatzeros to him, but they didn't all make it together. So he could carry here, and he could carry here, this guy. But this guy cannot carry over here. It's a big chiddush, that I could bring my barbecue or whatever, something that's not moksa, into this chatzor. I'm not concerned that he's going to take it and bring it over here. I'm not concerned. But it's the same idea as the guys sitting next to each other. So, what time is it? Because i got to go pack soon. Taxi's coming in 55 minutes. I need a pack, and I need to finish the shit. The three chatseros, so you can see from the picture, they are open into the Rishus HaRabim. Shalom Aleichem, Amagetshir. We have to finish the daf. Sorry, they're coming for the next year. As we explain, boy Rava, Micah Sovar Rabbi Yochanan Menuri. What is Rabbi Yochanan Menuri? Mizbar Kasovar Chetzi Hefke Koinim Shviso. Are you telling me that an inanimate object, a computer, he gets two thousand amos in every direction? In other words, the computer doesn't need das. So really, Rabbi Yechem should argue about computers and watermelons. And why are they talking about a human being that's sleeping? That Rabbanon hold even a human being, if he acts as, an enamel, uh, as a computer, as a watermelon, he doesn't get a tchum. Listen, if he was up, you get his 2,000 amas in every direction. So what if he's sleeping? It's like Kolaroi, Libidla. Just as an example, he should have the tchum, Komash Chachamim hold, that if a person is sleeping, he does not get a tchum, he's no better than a watermelon. Komash And that's what you were saying. Very good. Maybe he holds, in general, that a watermelon doesn't have a tchum. And over here he holds, a human being is different than Caleb. Don't compare this to a human being for the same reason that we just gave. Since if he was awake, he would have 2,000 amas. So we don't differentiate and we say even a sleeping person has 2,000 amas. I'll prove it to you. If rain fell. Before Yontif, in other words, the rain had the ability, the brain, this, in, I said it before, inanimate object, has the ability to be koinashvisa. Why? Because it was before Yontif. If it happened, the rain has a tchum. It could go. You could carry the rain in every direction. But if it fell Yontif, so whoever picks up the rain, whoever picks up the water, then whatever that person has, if that person has 500 amma left, 500 amma to that direction. And if that person gives it to a third, to a second person, the second person has nothing. It's whatever the first person that lifts it up has. Now, and again, because the water that falls on Yantav doesn't have the ability 
to be Koinish Shvisa because it happened on Yontif. Now, what does Rabbi Yochanan hold? So if you hold that he, that if you say that Rabbi Yochanan holds, that this cup, this watermelon, has a tchum, homani, who is this going according to? Homani, Rabbi Yochanan. Great. Because Rabbi Yochanan says, you have, the, the rain is just like a watermelon. Just like a watermelon has 2,000 amas in every direction, so too does the rain. But if Rebbe holds that a wa- watermelon does not have 2,000 amma, hamani, who is this going according to that the, the, the halacha, that rain has 2,000 ammas, or it goes, it has its own thing. Even Rebbe holds it doesn't have 2,000 ammas. And certainly not Rabbanan who holds that a human being doesn't have 2,000 ammas. You know, a sleeping person only has four ammas. So who does this go according to? So Abai was saying this over in the name of his Rebbe, Rav Yosef. Who told you? Why, why is this a good raya? Maybe we're talking about rain that's next to the city. And it's not that the rain has its own ability to, to, to be carried 2,000 ama. It's because the people in the city the people in the city wanted decide they're going to move the rain. And Memela, they were kainat. And the rain gets their shvisa. Says Abayinu, can't be. This nan, Barshal Yochid, if there's a pit owned, a well owned by an individual, Karagli Yochid, then the water could only go as far as the owner of that pit goes. So wherever he goes, wherever his tchum is, that's where the water goes. But if it's a well owned by the city, by this, wherever the people in the city go, on the different directions of the city, but if it's for people, in other words, it's Hefker, it's people coming from Babel to Yisrael, then each and every one could fill it up. Now we ask the cash. We have a contradiction in the Brises. Which basically means the same exact thing as we said a second ago. Oily Babel. A second ago we said Oily Babel, get... Whoever fills it up. It, it doesn't go by the individual that fills it up. It goes by the water. The water has its own tchum. Isn't this a contradiction? On the one hand, you say water in a well could go 2,000 amas in each direction. On the other hand, you're telling me that water in the well could only go as far as the person that draws the water. And if that person has five amas left to his tchum, five amas. So you must say, must be that it's Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri that says that an, an inanimate object has 2,000 amas in every direction. Remember, we just had, Abaya reminds Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef is the one that got sick late in life. And Abaya was a big Talmud of his. and used to remind him all the time. But over here, it's not about that. Rabbi Yosef is still with it. This is what Rav Safra asked me, and this is my proof that it goes according to Rabbi Yechem ben Nuri. Rav Yechem says, listen, from the Gufa Brisa, if you're telling me, you, what did Rav Safra ask? Perhaps the reason why rain could go wherever it could go is because it's based on the people from the city. It's not the rain itself. So why does the Bryson mention that the rain could go 2,000 amas in each direction? 
lohen, like the rain itself. The lotion should have been, and has to, only to do with the people in the city, wherever they go. Nothing to do with the rain. We'll just finish up here. I need to catch a flight. When it comes to Yontiv, then when it comes to rain, rain that falls, then whatever the people, whoever grabs the rain, that's how, that's how far you can go with it. Where did the rain come from? Rain comes from very good, an ocean, very, very good from the Ukianos. So let the Ukianos, so that's where, that's where it started out. So it should go 2,000 amas from the ocean. Why do you have an extra, from where it falls? Rain doesn't come from nowhere. Rain comes from the, from the, from, from the ocean. And it evaporates, it goes, let me look at Rebbe Rebelezer is of the opinion, like what we, what science understands today, the Rebelezer, the rain starts off in the ocean, evaporates, becomes a cloud, comes over the, the land and falls. It seems like, it's not like him, because according to Rebelezer, the Tchum should start in the ocean, not from where the rains fell. Yeah, it comes from the ocean. It evaporated, it was in a, in a, in a cloud. And then the cloud moved there. So I'm going based on the cloud, not on the ocean. But how could you pay attention which cloud it was? How do you know this cloud was above your house when Shabbos came in? Maybe it's a different cloud. Says the Gemara, this Lucy It looks like a fish. It looks like a giraffe, the cloud. And he followed this giraffe through the sky. Oh, here's the, here's the cloud that was within the Tchum when Shabbos came in. You're right. Maybe I don't know, but it's still a suffix. So the Rayyam Lahakal says the Gemara, two more lines, let the let it let, let it be chal, the, the tchum in the cloud itself. Could you prove from here that we had a whole shaila a guy's on a tightrope? Is there tchum above ten not? So the clouds are going by. So the, the tchum should be over there. Yeah, so we don't care about clouds because the, there's no water in clouds. There's only an evaporation, and this evaporation is not considered anything until it becomes rain and falls down. Raboisai, hope to see you in a few hours from now from the flight. If not, I will see you, Bezer Hashem, from Chicago, live from Chicago. Whoever wants to join in Chicago, please be my guest. A good night, a good day. Have a wonderful day. We have to pretend it's daytime now. Have it is. It's Wednesday. It's already halachically. It's already Wednesday, so we're not over on the Yomim thing. Zayik is under boy side. Wow.